0: You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
1: Well, I think the party has already started, but how many of you are ready to continue? All right. Well, I've got, I've got an exciting choir in the house. They're so exciting that when I hear or when I talk about them, my voice changes. I feel like you know, ooh, say ooh. yeah. So I want us to welcome the best choir in London, as I always say. It's the greater love. I said the greater love, not the better love or the nicer love, but the greater love. Gospel choir, put your hands together for them. Please. favorite point of the service but before we get there let's welcome our sister Morinike to minister to us one two.
2: So strong. Of not knowing or seeing you anymore yeah, yeah. God has given me the grace to like you again yeah, yeah. And to be your friend just one more time Let's do it, let's just keep doing it For you were so, so strong. My love is as strong as death. Oh, my Lord, help me, oh Lord. Oh, my Lord, please help me.
1: Sunday that you come to the Ready at 20 service. Last week Bishop Richard said something. He said that your faith is constantly determining your status. Wow. Did you know that your faith is always determining your status? Your faith is your life and your life is your faith. And I believe that our lives will get better as our faith is built up during this time. Amen. So let's welcome our pastor once again. Bishop Richard.
3: Let your will be done in this service, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Turn your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter 1. Yes. Second Timothy chapter 1. Verse 7 says that for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Verse 8 says that be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Then verse 9 says that who has saved us and called us, with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So, well, I, I want us to take a break from our faith messages And start sharing a few things today about the call of God. Okay. Because I personally believe, I personally believe that after you are saved, after you are saved, the next important thing that you have to think about and consider is your calling. It's your calling that are you called? You know, before that, when you are not saved, the question that you are asked is, are you saved? Are you saved or not? When you meet someone, to you in the church, you should be able to ask people even in the church that, are you saved? Are you born again? Have you given your life to Jesus? Because sometimes you can't tell. You can't tell from the behavior and the, and the lifestyle. Isn't it? Yes, yes but you are, just, you are just not supposed to judge, so you just have to ask that, are you saved? Are you saved? Because they are be- there are believers, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I wish I don't have to say what I'm saying, but unfortunately there are believers who behave like unbelievers. You understand? There are, there are um, believers who have uh, struggles. Struggles that are sometimes even if, even, even as though it's even worse than an unbeliever. You understand? Yes. Yes. Um, so... After you are saved, when you are saved, a question, the question that you have to ask yourself or the question that has to be asked you is that, are you called? Are you called? It's a very, very important, it's a very, very, very important thought and question that you must have in your mind that are you called? Are you called or you are not called? Because the next, the next big thing that's available is your calling. You know, like we say, your, 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 your faith is your life and your life is your faith. It's you when you have faith also, you have faith in your calling because you have to believe that you are called. When you believe that you are called, you also now start following and pursuing the call of God for your life. Because when you are called, you are called to do what? You are called to go Where? And you are called for what? Do yes. you understand? And then it starts shaping your life, your journey, your route, and your future. Because when you are called, if, if, if really, you know, I think we talked, did we talk about the precious faith? Yes. How precious it is. Precious things are things that you, you, really, you really look after very well. You really value it. You know, and another thing, another thing that you must, you must, um, really consider as precious is your calling. You have to really defend your calling, protect your calling, shield your calling, live because you have to live according to your calling. And you must know that it's another thing that Satan would like to bomb out of your life, your calling. Because when you abandon your calling, you become an ordinary person. You become an ordinary person. Sometimes people who even move away from their calling, even become unbelievers. You know, like Paul wrote and, and mentioned someone's name was called Demas. He said, Demas has forsaken me. Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world. It's like Demas has become wealthy. Demas, Demas must have been a very main, major player in the life of Apostle Paul's life. For, he, for his name to be mentioned, for his name to be mentioned, no, I can also, I can also, I'm not, I'm not poor. I'm not, I'm not nowhere near um, poor. But I can mention names of people who have forsaken me. Yes, I can mention, I can mention key people. Key people, not even, even forget about the older church, um, mustard seed, uh, who I can even give you a longer list from that end. But... But even in first love, as young as the first love churches, I can mention names of people who are key. I mean, they were key people, major people, people of substance. And people, solid people, but they have abandoned. And what have they abandoned? It sounds as if they have abandoned me or they've abandoned first love, but they have abandoned their calling. They have abandoned their calling. You know, and, and you know, you know, anytime. Anytime uh, you break away, you fall off, you deviate, it will not happen to you. The next assignment that Satan gives you is the business of justifying that decision. So you see people coming up with reasons, you know, but it's this, oh, but this is this, oh, but that is that, oh, but you don't have to be this, oh, you don't even have to work for God, you don't have to do this, you don't have to work for God, who do you want to work for? And you see that some, that some, some of the arguments and some of the debates you hear, it's like madness, it's like madness, you, you, you actually wonder, what is wrong with this person, how can you say, how can you say that church is not about working for God, what is it about? Tell me what it's about. Tell me what it's about. And and then then tell me what is the work of God? What is the work of God? Is the work of God not loving people, not loving others, not caring about others, not making sure? I mean, what what is greater than being interested in the soul of another person? That that soul must be saved. That that soul must be, must know Jesus. And then when that soul gets saved, to teach that soul and to train that soul that you also have to be interested in other souls. Is there, is there a better task than that? Is there, is, there, is there any love that is greater in this world than telling someone that Jesus has died for all your sins? You don't have to do anything again. You don't have to do anything. There's no sacrifice to make. There's no fasting to do. There's no ritual to perform to atone for your sins because Jesus paid it all. Mm. Jesus paid. Now, this is the message that must be in the mouth of all Christians and all believers. It's a a, a fundamental, basic, and yet essential task which it demands is the price for it. The price for it, for it to be accomplished, is your lifetime. Your lifetime. It's not. It's not a hobby. It's not a part-time job. It's. It's a life consumed. It's. A, it's your lifetime to be able. Just as simple as I've said it, that Jesus has paid for all your sins. You don't need to do anything about it. All you need to do is just receive. It's very simple, isn't it? Basically, you can do it at your desk at work. You can do it in the library whilst you are studying. You can do it on your way to. I mean, it's, like, it's so simple, but yet it's a lifetime task, which every believer and everybody here must take seriously. Because he's mentioned somebody who was with him has forsaken him, has forsaken him and, and because he loves he loves this world and he has departed into other places. He has traveled. He's gone. When you come to church, you don't see him. There are people when you come to church now, you don't see them. They are not here. Even if I mention their names to you, you don't even know who they are. You say, What? Who is that? Yes. But they have forsaken. They have forsaken. And I pray none of you here will forsake. Yes. Because you see, it, it will look like, it will sound like you are forsaking a man called Richard. But you are forsaking your calling, your calling. There's something called the call, the call of God, the call of God. After you are saved, after you are saved, the next important thing that you must battle for, you must fight for, is your calling. You see, Paul said, it's Paul who said that, I have, I have, what did he say? I have fought a good fight or fight a good fight of faith. Father, good fight of faith, that he said, I've kept the faith. And then one of the statements he's made was that he said that I have finished my race. That is his calling. That is his calling. It's like there's a course that was charted for him. And he's saying that I have, I have finished my course. Uh That's all. I have finished my course. I have finished my course. I have finished my course. I have fought a good fight and I have finished. And the fight he's talking about, it's not, it's not like someone who's just walking in town fighting blows with anybody. But the fight is talking about, the fight of faith. It's, it's like I have, I have really maintained the fight and the battle to keep the faith. They said, I have finished my course. That is, I have fulfilled my ministry. That is, that is to say that I have followed through with my calling. I have followed through with my calling. My calling has been accomplished. I have done my calling. I have done. It says, I have finished my course. Like, like you're in school. You're all here in school. It's is, it is it a service for students, isn't it? I mean, everybody here is supposed to be, to have a course. And you finish the course it in three years. Some of you finish in three years. Some of you four-year course. Some of you, um, what? One year. Okay. And then some of you what? Hmm? Five, yes, depending on, depending on which course you have. So you can you can see you can see that they are there. Even though we all say that we are we are in school, we are studying, we are university students, we have different courses, yes. different courses. So you have to be able to you have to be able to focus on your core. and on your course because your course is five years. If your course is five years, you can't behave like those who have three year courses. Because three-year courses, by second year, the course is over. When you get into second year, by the time you finish second year, you, you, have, you virtually finished. You, you finish, it's over. And then those, those who are doing like one year, that's like what? Masters or something like that. Also you, by, by the time you start, you have to be thinking, I'm finishing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you can't play around. You can't play around. As, as you start, you should know, this is it. You hit, that's what you said, you hit the ground running. That's it. You start, is finishing. As for one-year courses and one-year things, it's, there's no time. There's no time to fool. There's no time to play. You just go and you do it. Three-year people, they have, three years is like two years. Five years is like four years. Four years is like three years. Each one of them just take a year off. Because by the time you see, when you add up all the months, you see that it's actually, if it's five, it's actually four. If it's three, you say it's actually two. It's like sixth form. Six sixth form is not two years, it's just a year and a bit. Yeah, sixth form is not two years. What two years? Six sixth form is two years. By the time you finish, you'll be like 20. Yes. You start, at, you start at 16, almost 17. Yeah. You are barely 18 and you say you finished sixth form. 18 years you're in first year. Yeah. Yes. So, so you see that depending on the course that you have, you have to behave differently. You have to live differently. You have to conduct yourself differently. You can't behave like everybody else. You have five years. You can behave like the three-year three people. Because by, by two years, they've, they've started dancing. Yes. When you, when you even talk to them, they are planning their wedding. They are planning their wedding. They, are, they have. Yes. So you have to aim, you have to aim to be able to say these words at the end of your lifetime. Whether it's 90 years, 93, 94, 99, I don't know how old you'll be before you check out. You know, 80, 70, whatever you get, whatever God gives you, you have to be able to say these words that I have fought a good fight. Because you'll see that there'll be fights and you'll be fighting. Oh, yes. Already you have fought some fights. I mean, to be here, to be here. Yes, to be, you see, some of you at a very young age, but you can tell when I hear your so I can say Satan is trying everything he can to take you out. He's trying. You see, be comforted, be comforted by the fact that he's even seen the, your importance on the face of the earth, that he's even fighting with you. Yes. Because there are some, there are some people they try fighting, you even ignore them. I'm not even waste my time. I'm not wasting my time. Yes. But the things the enemy is throwing at you. Let me tell you, if you are, if you are sober enough, you have a sober mind to hear me this, this um, um, afternoon, is that there must be something precious about you. There must. So you have to decide that if you are going to fight, let's fight. Yes. If you are going to fight, let's fight. Let's fight this fight. Because at the end, I am going to say that I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. You should finish your course. Which is, which is what we are going to be discussing. Your course. It's called calling. Your course is called calling. Yeah. Yes. So you have to finish your course. You see, when you're in a church like our church, we keep, we keep encouraging you. No matter how old you are, we keep encouraging you that start your course. Finish your course. Start your course. That is answer the call. Answer the call. Answer the call. You hear the word calling, calling, calling. You hear it more than you hear prosperity. Yes. We keep saying calling, calling your course. Think about your course. Consider your course. Consider whether you have a course to finish or not. Think about it carefully because most likely there's a course for you to do. As you see yourself strolling around ordinarily this, you say you're in film stars, acting this. You see, you, you you can't tell where God is taking you to. You just have to make sure that you don't abandon the course because that is called a dropout. Yes. So those who have dropped out of their calling, no matter what they are saying, comments they are making, while they explain it to you, what they say, how proud they've become, how arrogant, no matter what they say, they've dropped out of their calling. The only thing I can say is that I can only pray that they get another chance. It's like you've left UEL. I hope you get another chance to go and continue it in Brunel. If you'll be offered the same course. Because by the time you enter Brunel, you'll see that you are, you, are, you are in another uni, but they don't offer that course. So what do you do? Yes. Yes. But you said the course is not being offered. Yes, you don't, you don't have, you don't, you don't have, you you don't have the chance to have a basenta. You don't have a chance to preach, to preach once every week to somebody. That opportunity is not there. So it means that your course has been abandoned. Even though you are still a student, but the course has been abandoned. Someone was telling me. He was telling me that, "Please pray for me." I said, "What is the problem?" He said, "His course is being taken away from him, and he's being given another course." I said, "What other course are you giving?" Then he said, "It's like a generalized thing. What he was doing was more like a, spe- a special, especially a, a specialization. Now it's being taken away from him for some mistakes or whatever." Now I said, "What? So what's up? Are you being thrown?" I said, "No. They are offering me something very general. It's like it's like you just do something and and, and just leave." Ah. Ah, as I was saying to you, I said, I said, this is it. So this is how it is. You drop out the cause before you become some general guy moving around, running commentary on social media. Yes. Because you don't have anything that you are doing. You don't have anything that you are doing. You don't have anything you are focused on, anything that is taking your attention and your time, your intelligence, your strength. You don't have anything to develop yourself and to do anything. Just a general, you're just doing a general thing. It's like, let's just do, we're just, just take this general thing and just go quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we don't want to sack you for, for the, for even undergrads. like, oh, we don't want to suck it. So just take, just take what? what do you know? Just take a pass or something and just go. Yes, we're just giving you this. Thing, so you just go. So you also say that you've been to uni before. Take some certificates that when you finish, that nobody is interested in it. Yeah, but you just take it. Hmm. You want to finish your course? May you be blessed to finish your course. May you be blessed to finish your course. I said, May you be blessed to finish your course. May you be blessed to finish your course. May you be blessed to follow through your calling. May you be blessed enough. And this is a good age to know about it and to think about it and to start it, to start the course now. Because it can take years, you know. Yeah, it can take years. It can take years, many years, many years. You see, some people they they are there many years, but you 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 still can't tell what they are. Yeah, I have kept the faith. Take me back to Second Timothy chapter one verse nine. Yes, are you hearing? Okay, so he says that, he says that who has saved us and then called us. So I'm saying to you that right after, after salvation, the next big, big thing is the calling. What is my calling? Because he has saved and called. He didn't just save. He saved and called. Saving and calling. They go together. He has saved and called. He has saved and he has called. You think he just saved you? It's like okay. So now I've stopped drinking. I've stopped doing this. I've stopped partying. I've stopped clapping. No, 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 no. Saved, and there is no, there is no time to be dancing about things that you have stopped. You have stopped. There are things for you to do. There's a course for you to to, come, to follow through. So you are saved and called. If you any time, be careful about. Be careful about. Are you hearing me? Yes. Be careful about setting your own standards. What do I mean by saying I don't do this anymore? I don't do that anymore. And that, that thing becomes your temptation and your test, because that is where you say, even though you say I don't do this anymore, I don't. Do that. You say that. You say that. Okay, the whole year I've done it once, and then you be feeling good. God, you used to do it every week. And because that's your, that's your standard of righteousness. That's your standard. Your standard for salvation. That's your standard for being a Christian. You have, it's, it's a man-made standard. The standard of God is saved and called. So what is your calling? What is your calling? Your calling is, your calling is not to stop fornication. You've not, been call, you've not been called so that you stop drinking of oh, course, like God, has, God has saved you. God has saved you so that you stop uh, 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 um, clubbing. No, he has saved you so that you will enter into his holy calling. Holy means special. There's a special calling that God has for you. And he's saying that not according to our works. It's not according to what you can do or not according to what you have done, or not according to, you see, it's not not according to you. It's like it has nothing to do with you. Yes. But according to his own purpose and grace, God has a purpose for you. Every one of you here, hear me well, God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. God has a real serious major plan for you because he saved you and called you not according to your ways, but according to what he intends to use you for. What he he has planned to do through you. That is why he has saved you. So after salvation, after salvation, there's nothing like, okay, I don't drink anymore. I don't do anything. Where where is the calling? Thank God for the things you don't do anymore. By the calling, the calling. Where is the calling? Where are the things? So it even becomes, when when you start thinking and you start majoring on the call, it becomes difficult to backslide. It becomes difficult to be offended. It becomes difficult to be bumped out, to say that, look, okay, I won't do it. Because there's a call. It's a call. And it is a holy calling by God. By God, not by man. By God. That God has called you. If the queen invites you tomorrow for tea. Will you tell I mean this evening. This evening. It's almost 6 p.m. now. If you get, if you get a message. You get a message. That the queen wants to have tea with you tomorrow at 4 p.m. me that you say you are busy, you have something planned already this. this is come for tea at Buckingham Palace. The gardens, the gardens at the palace. at 4 p.m, 4 p.m. I'm sure, everybody here has something that you'll be doing tomorrow by four o'clock. There are people who are even planning to leave the country, they are not even in the country by tomorrow. But if they get if they get an invite this now, they will not go, they'll will stay. Will you not stay? Oh, you'll be here. You'll be here. You go and take selfie with the queen. In the first place, in the first place, they will put they'll put the invitation, they'll put it on social media. We all see it this evening that here yeah, the Queen has invited me, yeah. and then from tomorrow you see pictures and comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. How much more if it's the call of God? Wow. How much more if it's an invitation? The call is an invitation. That God is inviting you. It's God who is inviting you. God is inviting you. That's what that's what Jesus said in the book of Revelation. He said, I stand at the door and knock. And knock. If any man, if any man will open and I will get in, he said, I'm coming to sup with me, him, and he with me. Do you, do you know sap to eat and to drink? He said, I can come to have supper. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm coming to eat. Yes. But I'm standing at the door and knocking. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. And he will sup and will sup with him. And he with me. Serving God is very enjoyable. Serving God is very enjoyable. Serving God. To choose God, to serve God, to follow God, to do what God wants is very enjoyable. Don't you enjoy what you do for God? Yes. It's, 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 it's a sweet experience. It's a sweet experience. Stanley, is it not a nice experience? <laughs> it's, not, it's not, I mean, it's like, is it not like... Uh, I mean, serving God... Working for God, living for God. He's standing at the door. He's standing at your door. As say, some people have let, let him in. Some people have let him in to, up to a point. Some people have let him in that you go anywhere. He said, As I'm talking to you, he's, he's knocking. I'm telling you, he's wow. knocking at your door. He's knocking at your door for his purpose and his grace. He's wondering, will you let me in? Will you let me? In? Or you are busy. There are other things in your heart. There are other things in you. There are other. You have other guests there, so you can't let him in. Mm-hmm. Second Timothy one nine. Yes, who has saved us and called us with an holy calling? The calling is holy. I'm telling you. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, there's this big thing that hangs over our lives, which is called the call of God, which I want us to talk about and to understand it as much as possible so that, so that. You become interested in the call of God. So my message today will be five facts about the call of God. Five facts about the call of God. Maybe God is calling. Forgive, 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 forgive. Yes. The first fact, the first fact about the call of God is seen in Matthew 22 and, and verse 14. Matthew, Matthew 22 and verse 14. Okay. It says that this is the first fact. We have to go about Facts. 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 The first fact is that many are called. Many are called. Many are called. If you are saved, most likely you are called. Yes, many are called. Not few people. Not few people. Few people, few people rather seem to respond. But a lot, a lot of people have received the invitation and few attend Yes. Many are called. When you, go, when you go to a church, it looks very deceptive because you just see a few people in the front called um, LP, called reverend, called pastor, called the, just a few people. Just a few people on some few churches, chairs, a few chairs on the front row. That's like, it's like these are the called people. But that's very misleading. That's very misleading. God hasn't called a few. It's not a few people who are called. Most people are called. Most people are called. If there are are eight or few on, um, on a row, and the scripture says many are called, many means majority. Many means not few. So eight people on a row, it means that at least five are called. Yes. Not four. Five. Majority. Majority. Many. Many are called. So you can look at on your row and and, and and check who is not called on the row. Yes. Yes. And you see, listen. Listen. What he's saying is that when he say eight on a row, it means at least five at least means that or more so it means five or more so either the whole row is called the whole row is called or seven are called or six are called or five, nothing less than five all eight are called on the row all eight are called so your row you just have to decide that all of us are called yes, that's it, all of us are called All of us are called. Oh, yes. All of us are called. All of us are called. Shake the hands of the person next to you and say, congratulations, you are called. Tell them congratulations, you are called. Yes. So maybe if you are in in church, you've been in church and you're a little aloof. When it gets to the call of God, when it gets to the work you feel it's not you. I'm reading the facts to you today from the Bible that many are called. Like this row that I'm looking at, all this row. Seven, seven of them. It's likely, it's likely, it's likely, it's likely that all, this entire row are called people. They are saved and called. Yes. Saved and called. All, all, all seven. All seven have a calling. Amen. Yes, all seven. All seven of them. No one is being left out. So now it's their responsibility to now pursue the call of God, to find out God, what is it? What do you have for me? What am I supposed to do? And you see, everybody start. Nobody, nobody start from that. You don't. You don't start. Start as an apostle. You start from somewhere. The only job you start from the top is grave digging. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing that you start from the top. The only thing you become, you're you like a big man. You start from the top, then you work your way down. Everything you start from down up. Yes. 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 We're not drawing leaves with all of us draw a leaf that you name the parts with all of us yes, then along the way you left us yes, but you all started from the bottom with us you're, all doing, you're doing biology, isn't it general science, you draw a leaf that you name the parts you, you explain it, how do leaves live or how do they this, they said there's something called what, uh, photosynthesis yes aha uh-huh. yes, you see she's laughing at us she's after us because she's, she's wondering of what use is that what, what is photosynthesis what are you going to do with it yes yeah the way you're doing photosynthesis is naming parts of this this is this this is this you name the parts of the thing this you feel like yes you have arrived but ask her when was the last time somebody asked her the part of a leaf doesn't even come up and she's gone higher and it doesn't even come up anymore Yes. Ask her tomorrow when she goes to work whether she'll be asked, uh, name, the pa- name, name the parts of a frog. Said, what am I going to do with a frog? She started from frogs or mice and graduated to human beings. Yes. Yes. There are live, live people who are waiting for her tomorrow morning that she's going to look at and say, okay, you have this problem. Take this medicine. Yes, but she started from drawing a leaf like all of us. All of us have drawn. How many of us have drawn a leaf before? A leaf. Yes. 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 Some of you couldn't even draw, even, even draw. You couldn't even draw a leaf. When we see your leaf, it's like a boat a circle. You draw a circle, then you name the parts. So as a leaf. So many are called. That means that the majority are called. Second fact. Second fact. Are you still there? Yes. Is that there is a call to fruitfulness. There's a call to fruitfulness. So when you're trying to understand the calling, what is the call like? Most people are called. Most likely you and your friend are called. Yeah. Somebody sent me a text this morning. Can me and my friend, can my friend and I come and see you? The only thing I said to myself is that these two people are called. Maybe they don't even know that they are called. Both of them are called. I said said, try. My response was try. After check, try. Try if you can see me. Yes, but my only thought, my, my thought, I don't know why they won't come and see, but my thought about them, I'm telling them before they come, is that most likely both of them have a calling. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Even to have interest in somebody like me that want to go and see you. Is there anybody who interested interest in me? I think it's John 15. John 15, verse 16. Are, 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 your, are your eyes turning onto your calling yes. to pursue your calling? It's a holy calling. It's a special calling. It's an invitation from the king of kings and the lord of lords. He's the one inviting you to work with you and to be with you. It is, it's after salvation. Next thing you should be thinking about is C-A-L-L. Call. Call. Am I called? My God, now, first fact is like it that you are called. Second fact that if you are called, it's a call unto fruitfulness, it's not a call unto titles. Oh, let me just have titles and be walking around. It's a call unto fruitfulness, unto fruitfulness, unto fruitfulness. It says here that it says that you have not chosen me. We we, we didn't choose God. Come on, speak the truth and shame the devil. You didn't choose God. Sometimes when we get saved, we sound as if, you know, it's like, we are the type, we are the type that likes God and have chosen. We didn't choose God. We didn't choose God. We didn't choose, we didn't choose him. You didn't choose him. If you came in church, you came reluctantly. Your second time, you were not so happy. You just came. It's like, you have to come. Third time, you have to come. Fourth time, you say, you don't even know why you came, but you just came. And then now it's like, you're used to going to church, so you just go. And then suddenly you find yourself being active and being serious in church. But it wasn't your plan. The person who had the plan is telling you now that I chose you. I chose you. I chose you. I chose you. 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 Yes. I chose you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. So if he chose you, why, why you, why, why are you discussing your plans with him? Why do you even have a plan? Why do you even have a plan? If he brought you to church, why do you even have a plan? I've invited you to my house for lunch, and as you have entered my house, you are telling me what time we should eat, and you are telling me what movie we should watch, and you are telling me where we should where we should have the meal. And what what? What sauce? What sauce? Okay. And you tell me which sauce you like. Is that does it exist? If it's not, you will make it yourself. so he's saying that you have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you so the fruitfulness is a very key one that's why by now you should be rushing to become basenta leaders Because it's your opportunity to be fruitful. Fruitful. What does fruitful mean? Fruitful means what? To have more money. Have more degrees. It's win more souls. Win more souls. He died for souls. He died so that people will be saved. So he said, "Fruitful." It means more people must be saved through you. More people should get to know him through you. Through you, that's your calling. More people should get to know Jesus through you. Yes, through you, you should lead more people to him. And he said, "He said, he said, said, fruits that should remain." So every Sunday when you come to church, you look over your shoulder, you see people that you brought to church. And those people also look over their shoulder, you also see people that they brought to church. That is our calling. That is, our, that is what we've been called to do. That's what we've been called to do. That's what we've been called to do. That is what we've been called to do. Called to do. It looks simple, but it's a lifetime's task. Life. Life, life is taking our lives. It's taking over our lives. Yeah. Fruits. Your aim has to be fruits. You see that you are always looking for people who are fruitful and people who can be fruitful. You always, you say, you always have, you always have jobs for people. I always have jobs for people. Church work. If I come close. Yeah, I always have things for people to do. Because everything that is done, everything that is done, aids to establish another soul in the church. Yes, it aids to establish people in the church. Even marriage is that we are so excited about. It's still establishing people. When people marry, they are stable. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you can get someone to say that, I like this sister. He thinks he's found the love of your life. But you, the pastor, know that you have, a, you have achieved stability. Because she won't go anywhere. She won't go. If a beloved is here, she will not go anywhere. If a beloved is not here, any Tom, Dick, and Harry can easily tell her that, look, let's go to this other church. I'm from this other church. Let's go. So one of our prayers is that, oh God, let the brothers marry our sisters. Oh God, let them like them. Father, Father, Peel the scales of their eyes. Let them see them and marry them. Amen. Yes. Yes. Because every brother who puts his hand on a sister. He thinks he's found the love. He'll be singing together forever. I will be, I will be singing many are called. And many are established. They will be singing together forever. You know, so people got married yesterday. They just came to say hello to me. As they, were, as they were skipping out of the room, I was looking at them. I said, man, I've, I have, I have, by the grace of God, I have secured two pigeons. Two pigeons have been secured in the church. Two pigeons have been established. Yes. 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 These were my thoughts as they were walking out. Were working, I, was, I was just sitting there looking at looking at the two. I mean, they look so happy. I, I, was I said, they look so happy. They're going yeah. to enjoy them. I said, no problem. Enjoy them. But for me, two pigeons have been established. Yes. White pigeons. Two white pigeons. Yes. 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 They've been secured. They've been secured. Yes. So sisters, once they, are, once they are secure, they are very faithful. Very fi- they, they don't go anywhere. Hey, they are very stable. Hey, Christian sister. Christian sister with a ring on her
2: finger.
3: Hey. Yes. But you see, Jesus gave a parable. In Matthew chapter uh, chapter thirty, to f- to show us something that finds that fights the call of God, mm. that makes people unfruitful, and he gave us two reasons. He said, number one, the cares of this world, and then number two, the deceitfulness of riches. He said it made them unfruitful. It made them unfruitful. The cares of this world. What are the cares of this world? What are the cares of this world? The normal things. I have to pass my exams. Of course you have to pass your exams. I have to finish my school. Of course you have to finish your school. I have to marry. Of course you have to marry. The cares, the concerns. The concerns. I have to get a job. Where is the job? Is a job a place where there's church or there's no church? Is it far from us? Is it close to us? Where is the church? But you see the case of this, all say, Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going anyway. I'm going. I'm going anyway. I am going anyway. Hey, I'm going anyway. I have to go. It's a job. I have to go. It's a job. I have to go. Just as you see the sister, say, said, But nobody's maybe This brother has come from wherever, um, from Timbuktu. He says he, he says he likes me. Why shouldn't I go with him? Yes. No, no, no. You see, if you've pastored for a while, you will see the things that take away your fruits. Yes. Sometimes you are helpless. Sometimes you try and speak, but you still end up helpless because you won't obey. And when you become experienced, you don't say anything at all. You just pray. Because what is taking her away is the cares of this world. The cares, which are real, it's real, real concerns real concern. Don't you want to finish your schooling? You want to finish a care. Exams will be coming soon. Exams will be coming. You'll be sitting here on a Sunday. Tomorrow morning you have an exam and I'll be preaching. What are you going to say? Are you going to say, I won't come because I have an exam tomorrow or will you say that I'll come and I'll still pass my exam? I will study Monday to Saturday and Sunday I'll come to church to give thanks and glory to God for victory that I shall have. Yes. And Monday you will make a steady Jericho match into the exam room. It shall be under the blood. Every exam that you write, you shall be victorious. Yes. You shall never write an exam twice. Yes. The next time you are writing an exam is the last time you are writing that particular exam. It shall be overcome. It shall be subdued. It shall be under the blood. Receive it. Yes.
2: Yes. Under the blood. The
3: blood. Under the blood. Yes. This church, all exams are under the blood. Yes. It's a covering for everybody in the church. It's under the blood. Yes. Anything that has been difficult for you shall become easy. Amen. Yes. Don't be afraid of writing exams. Do more exams and go higher. Yeah. Oh yes. Do more and go higher. Don't be afraid. Do more and go higher. <laughs> huh? Why did I say something bad? Yeah. He says the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. Riches, riches, what, what Jesus is saying is that riches tell lies. Yes, they deceive. Riches will tell you that come and get me. Come, come, you need more of me. If you get if you get more of me, things will be better. Oh, what you have is not enough. Get more. Get more. You must have more. But you see, the scriptures say that he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Yes. <laughs> Yes. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. And he also says that when goods are increased, they are increased that eats them. Most people adjust their lives as their pay packet increases. They just adjust their lives. They do more online shopping. Because now now they feel they can afford things. Even you see even the things they choose to do. Because you see, everything that is expensive, there's a free version. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Everything that is free, there's a free, there's a free version. Most people have the free version. And there's some people who want, would like to pay. For example, what? Mr. Bishop, for example. Like education. Yes. There are schools. There are schools in this country. In this country. In your borough. If there's one there. <laughs> that you can pay thousands of pounds per time. Per time. Thousands of pounds. But there's also a school there. You don't pay anything. And your money is in your pocket. Should I continue speaking? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If like I say, it's, it's choices. Because when goods increase, are increase that eat them. So that when you see, now I have more, what should I do with it? Then you look for the eaters. Come and eat. Come and eat. Come and eat. If you don't have good advices, that will tell them, no, save, and use it for this you save save rather save rather buy a house save rather do this if you don't have good advices you'll be you'll be spending your money on things you shouldn't be spending your money on anything that you can spend a lot of money i'm telling you i'm telling you there's a free version yes there's a free version including hospital you can go to nhs and you can also go yes you can go private yes you're going to do one x-ray 200 pounds Yes, and you can wait and go to NHS, and you will discover the NHS one is even more thorough, and it's free. Just that you have to wait a little bit. You have to wait a little bit. Yes. But you see, when you don't have it, it won't occur to you that I want to go private. It it won't occur to you. You they say, "Oh, it's six month wait." You say, "Okay, I'll wait." God will keep me, always. But when you check, it's 200 pounds. And you have to, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Look, let me just do it. Let me just do it. There's 200 pounds. Because you can afford it. Because you can afford it. Yes. When you can't afford mortgage? Mortgage won't talk to you. Oh, it will, it, will, it will never even pass through your mind. What will pass through your mind is KFC. <laughs> Sit down, sit, 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 sit. And I'm saying to you that these are the things, as you grow up, as you grow up, your perception of church, of life, your perception of life broadens. So you see more cares and more reasons to be rich and how to be rich and more options to be rich. And more options of how to get money, how to get this, how to get that. Your, 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 your perce- it broadens. You see more things, things you've never thought of. You see it. You see it. If I I tell you that, will you pay 5,000 pounds a term for your child in school? If I'm not careful, you you tell me that God forbid. (laughs) But you see, God can bless you and suddenly you are earning 50,000 pounds a month. (laughs) Then you see that that (laughs) 5,000. But you see, that's what the verse is saying. That when goods increase, they are increased The fact that you are earning fifty thousand a month doesn't mean that you spend five thousand. When you can get the same thing for free, and the quality is not different, yes. <laughs> before, because before you realize, because of that five thousand thing, you don't pay tithe. Yes, you don't pay tithe. You don't. You don't. You don't want to be a Ben MP. Yes, because of that, because of those bills, you don't want to go on vi- uh, um, visitation. You don't want to go for MOTL. You don't want to go for anything. It's like no, because because the eaters have eaten the increase. Yes. So you don't want to do it. So it's, it's a it's a fight to become unfruitful. For else you're unfruitful. It says they choke the word and you become unfruitful, the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. So you have to look out for those things that are going to fight your calling. Your choices of life and your decisions in life is going to, it can, it can affect your calling. It can affect your calling. You're, you're planning a wedding you can't afford. You see, the last thing you want to do to yourself, are you listening to me? Never have a wedding that you are in debt after. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you are all going to have beautiful weddings but i'm saying that that wedding that wedding that wedding you must never have a wedding that when you finish the wedding you owe why would you want to do that the chicken you will give us will not even remember the taste Hmm number three i'm giving you just five facts okay the third fact is that some people are called in a spectacular way some people spectacular is like dramatic someone like apostle paul had a dramatic experience and it's a spectacular experience so some people have spectacular experiences They're the ones that will tell you that, look, I was driving and I saw a bright light, a blinding light. And suddenly I heard the voice of the Lord saying, my son, from today, I have called thee unto fruitfulness. Some people have that. Acts chapter nine. Acts chapter nine. (laughs) Beautiful. How many of you want spectacular calls? Really? <laughs> I mean, no problem. I mean, if, if you can handle it, <laughs> it's up to you. But you see, do you, know, do, you know, do you know what you should do? Do you know what you should do? You should perhaps pray for the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. Because you will be surprised that you've had a spectacular experience. And you've not seen that is the call of God. Yes. Yes. You've had some spectacular experience. You've hit your head badly against a rock or a wall to wake you up. But rather you are leaning against the wall sleeping. Yes. Yeah. 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 Even me as an normal man, there are people, there are people here. If they care to know, I'll tell them that this experience is pointing to your core. Yes, it's this experience that you've had. It's pointing to your call. You better be serious about it. This thing that you, this thing that has happened to you, because it doesn't happen to every. This thing that's happening to you, is pointing to your call. Yes, I mean, what did what did Jesus say to Peter and Co? He said, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. That's Apostle Peter, Apostle Peter and Co. That Satan wants to sift them. That he wants to bring them to nothing. I said, I've prayed for you. I have prayed for you. You will survive it. I have prayed for you. Yes, I've prayed for you. So I think some of you have been through all of the experiences. Is Satan attempting to sift you like wheat, to reduce you to nothing, to reduce you to dust? <laughs> but the prayers of the saints is keeping you. The prayers of the saints is keeping you. That already, already you've had the experience. Does I say pray, pray that you will understand. Pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, yes. so you can see what is the hope of your calling. Yeah. Maybe give me Acts nine, Acts nine, verse three, and Saul, so, verse three, please, verse three. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Then imagine you're driving on the motorway the light has come? What will you do? You have to make sure it's not not fog light. You'll be surprised that you'll start binding. Verse 4. Verse number 4. It says that, And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Yes. He said, why are you backsliding? Why are you trying to fight God? Why are you trying to fight the things of God? (laughs) Verse 5. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. You can't fight God. You can't fight against the call of God. When the call of God keeps coming, yield, given, you can't fight against it. Because sometimes to fight against it, you try so, you try so hard to prove to yourself that you are not called. Before you realize you are becoming something very satanic. That, that's the advice. That it is too hard for you to run away from the call of God. Jonah, tri- Jonah tried it. He ended up in the belly of a whale. Try not to avoid the call. of. Try not to make yourself so ordinary and simple. That is like me, I'm not interested. I'm not into certain things. No, no, no. no. You know your heart. You hear your your heart every time you pray. You know your your desires. You know that the call is there. Don't try and make yourself so ordinary, so simple. It's like me, I'm not called in, you know. I'm just an ordinary person. Because people do things to avoid certain rules and to avoid certain things. Yes. I heard a story of one of my brothers-in-law when he was in secondary school. He was one of these very organized people. And he realized that the teachers had targeted him to become head boy. This is after O-levels. So when he came to sixth form, he just decided to make himself rough and ordinary around so they won't choose him. Yes. Because they knew him as a good boy, together, this, that. I mean, it's like everything about him is together. But he said, no, no. it's like, it's like this call, I don't want this call so i I mean of course i was in the school so that he can he'll be walking around his shirt is not tucked in he has not even come the separate he says it's like anything to deter them from uh, choosing him and they didn't choose him sometimes i watch people and i laugh i say, this guy eh, he's trying to move away from the call of god but you can't where where will you go why are you going what is waiting for you are whales whales it's very difficult to avoid. It's difficult and painful and costly to avoid the call of God. If God has called you, it's a special thing. It's a special thing. It's a special thing. Don't make yourself and say, oh, "I don't think about such things." I don't do. it. No, think about it. Think about it and try. Try and find out what He has called you to do. Otherwise, you find yourself at seventy years trying to answer the call of God. <laughs> So some people have the spectacular experiences spectacular experiences yes. and number four, fact number 4 we you're finishing isn't it fact number four is that some people are called in an ordinary way I, and I think that most people are called in an ordinary way yeah I think most people don't have spectacular experiences. It's very ordinary. And the fifth fact will affirm that, will confirm that to us. Yes. Let's read First Kings chapter 19, verse 11. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. That's the spectacle. The Lord was not there. And after the wind, an earthquake. And the Lord was not in, in the earthquake. Next verse, please. After the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. A still small voice. And then what happened? And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave, and behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? The Lord was in the still small voice, the unsuspecting voice, the ordinary thing. The ordinary thing. The ordinary ordinary word from your pastor. Ordinary word from your shepherd. Sometimes even ordinary interest, even your pastor's interest in your life. Without saying much. Just interest in you. Just interest in you. How well are you doing? What is happening to you? Are you okay? This, that, that. You see, people, people get messages from their pastors. The pastor checking on you and then they rather they become proud. Yes. Rather they become proud. The pastor is even saying hello to you. Still, small voice, the unsuspecting voice, the place that you least think that that's where he was. Or sometimes from your friend, you're with your friend, but your friend keeps your friend. Your friend keeps saying, maybe it even sounds as like if he's teasing you. When so he sees you, he just says, "Hey, Pastor," or calls, or he gave you give you a, 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 a nickname, calls you High Priest. <laughs> hey, High Priest, or what, Shepi. Yes, Shepi. Meanwhile, you're not a shepherd or anything. They call you a shepherd. It's a call. Apostle. Yeah. You see, these little nicknames and jokes are like life. But you see, for, for every joke, even for it to be funny, there's some element of truth in it. Do you know that? For every joke, every joke, there's some truth in it. Yeah, so as they are joking with you Shepi Apostle 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 High Priest M-O-G Yes, M-O-G Some of call you Pope Pope Yes Maybe you are a lady Maybe your friends call you Hey, Virgin Mary or they call you or they call you M O J. Do you know M O J? Mother of Jesus. M O J say M O J M O J. I am announcing to you this evening that it's a still small voice prompting you about your call that you are special to God because Mary was special to God. Mary was special to God. Mary had something that was not visible. You can't see it with your eyes. It can't be seen with your eyes. But God saw it and God used it. And God recorded it. Mary is described in the the Bible as a virgin called Mary. Virginity is something you can't see with your eyes. You can't look at someone's face and say, this one is a virgin, this one is not a virgin. You can't tell. Yes. Yes. It's one, of, it's one of the secret virtues and secret righteousness that God uses. Those of us who don't have much regard to secret, secret, personal, private, righteous acts. God sees it and God uses it. What are, what, what are you like privately? What are you like? That's, that's, that's to a virgin. A spouse to a man. She was living an ordinary life. She had a beloved. She had, I mean, she was about to get married, but she had something because everybody had beloveds. Everybody had this. Everybody had this. But she had something extra—a little, a little secret that you can't see with the eyes. It's called virginity, and God had regard for it. Yes, God had regard for it. And you stay. You stay. So sometimes you don't know. They're calling you emoji. They're calling you... Um, no, what's that, what's that woman called? Yeah. Mother... Yeah, Mother Theresa. Mother Theresa. Yes. Maybe they're calling you empty. What God approves of is virginity. Virginity. Sacred virtues. secret righteousness. Yes. So when they call you Mother Theresa. It's the highest, is the highest honor they can ever do to you, and they are suggesting to you that there's a, there's, a there's a call of God. 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 So there's ordinary calling. Okay, and then number five is that some are called through their desires. So from today, have regard and respect for desire. What you are interested in doing. What you would like to do. What you even find attractive. The people, the people find footballers, celebrities, that's what they find attractive. When you go into the that room, that's, what they ha- that's the picture they have on their wall. I don't know what you have on your wall. What you have on your wall is what you admire. Yes. That's your desire. Your desire is a picture on your wall. I don't know who is on your wall. Yes. A lot of people used to have Michael Jackson on their walls. Yes. 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 When you enter the room, you see him there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see the room, yes. You see that? <laughs> yeah. with the hats. with the heart But that's what they admire. That's what they admire. And I'm sure as they are looking at the picture, they imagine the picture moving. I don't want to do the move. I don't want to do the move. Yes. Yes. Respect your desires. Respect what you want. What you admire. What you like. What you long for. What you look out for longingly. Longingly. You see it and say, wow, this is a nice thing. I would like to be like that. When you see a preacher... I mean, when, when I see Bishop that preach, I, w- I want to be like I want to be like him. I, re- I really like him. I really enjoy, I really enjoy watching him and seeing him talking. Yes. When I look at even his energy, the strength, the grace of God. Oh, I'm telling you. It's just nice to me. I want to preach like him. Even when I'm preaching, I want to walk like him. I want to wave my hand like him. People are like, Oh, this is what I also like. This is what I also like. This is what I also desire. Yes. Yes. I was watching him on Friday, leaders in flow prayer meeting from 4 a.m. That, mean, that means that he's barely is because Thursday he just preached. He's finished preaching around 11 p.m. So it most likely he hasn't slept. Leading us flow prayer meeting. The when he finished flow prayer, he had the conference, conference of the hall. Then he came to stand there three sessions late into the night. Then I see him. I see him Saturday morning. He's in a service. Hey. The only thing I said, the only thing I said as I stretched forth my hand towards the sky, I said, Father, give me this grace and strength. I want some. I also want to have, I also want people to say, Look, we just saw him here, and then he's preaching here, and then he's preaching here, and then he's around. Then I know that, Yes, the grace is working. I also want more preachers and want more things to do. Yes, that is what I admire. So when I have such a desire. Not that, not that, not that. Traveller, I'm walking. i When I say, what, what sausages does he eat? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do understand. <laughs> the things that are attractive to you is who you are. Yes. So, what do you admire? What do you admire? What that's desire? What do you admire? What do you like? I mean, what do you like? What do you fancy? What is attractive to you? What would you like to do? What would you? Who would you like to be like? What, what would you like to become? Yes. First Timothy chapter three verse one. It says that this is a true saying: If a man desire, 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 a man likes, a man likes. He likes. He likes. It's something that he likes. Yes. You can look at singers and you can, you can tell what they like. And how serious they like what they like. It's like, who do you even like? Because to do well in everything, every sphere of life, you need somebody as an example. And you need somebody immediate. Yes. So if you're singing, who are you learning singing from? Who songs do you listen to? I asked some singers once. I remember I said, I said, you see, these people, eh, these people, they listen to, they listen to three songs. And then when they come to church, then they come in to sing our, our songs to us. But they listen to three songs from morning to evening. So one day I challenged them. I said, tell me, what songs do you like? So some, Go into your phone, play the songs. And I was right. T. Do you know three? T-W-I? It's a it's a, it's a language. Sing songs, and then so they're coming. They're coming to stand in church and sing what what song? Give me a song. Yeah, Lord, I thirst for you. They're Coming to lead us to sing, Lord, I thirst. You see, Lord, I thirst for you from from Monday till saturday night you believe you'll be listening to cheat you'll be listening to cheat dancing dancing in a cheat way yeah. so you see them you see them when they stand the lord i said you see that they are not thirsty it's not it's not as the person is singing it's not working because that is not what the person admires and likes and enjoys. So it's not it's not coming from the labab. It's not coming from the heart and the spirit. The thing has he it entered? It's just in the head. Yeah. Wow. Do you be thinking? Oh, they say they say we, we should sing. They said that we sing. Um, Lord, I test for you. And Lord, I do this. And Lord, I do that. And Lord, I do that. Yes. Yes. It's okay. It's okay to say, but I'm then when you can, you can say, Lord, I thirst for you. No, you are not thirsty. No, 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 no. It won't work. It won't work. God, that's the first time you are singing it. It's not, it's not in you and with you. And we are talking about desire, the power of desire. The power of desire. The power of desire. It changes everything about you. What are you desiring? What are you interested in? And the scripture is recommending desire. He said that when you have a desire, you you are desiring a good work. A good work. That you desire. That you like it. That you admire it. That you are interested in it. That you talk about it. That you talk about it. I mean that you talk, it's something that you talk about. Because what you desire is what you talk about. Yes. If you desire sex, you going to have it. I'm telling you, we are where southeast. If the if the sex machine is in Scotland, you will go. I'll be, you will go. I don't know how. I don't know how you you maintain you maintain. Okay, it's a desire. But you will sit you will sit on the coach from here, from Victoria or wherever, or a train, and go all the way up north of desire and you go and do it and you come back yes. that's the strength of desire that's the strength of desire it can make you do things you'll be amazed may your desires be for the work of God may your desires be for the things of God may your desires be to do the work of God in his house stand to your feet and let's close off Respect your desire because a desire has a source. It's either from the devil or it's from God. So mark, mark what you feel like doing. And ask yourself that what is in you and what is working in you. Somebody who has been saved and called, saved and called with a holy calling. You have desires that this person must be saved. How beautiful it would be to see all these people saved. All these people say, all these people that you know, it would be so nice to see them saved. It would be so nice to see this. That's the desire you must have. May you have godly desires. May every desire be replaced with godly desire. Lift your hands and pray to God, the Lord, I need godly desires. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your call, Lord. Thank you for the call, Lord. Pray about the call. Pray about the call. Pray about the call. Praise, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. The call, the call, the call, the call, the call, the call. Yes, 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 Lord. Ma kapata shapataya, ma vanti lebi kasta ya ta Pram Sheliada sasiande la la osia. Domi sto yande libra kista ya Malama doma sanda labra diva Kastaya. Fablastaya, Fablastaya, Natisu Yamda, Lebre di Bashanda, Mayan de Lebikenda, Labradi Bushianda, Labradisto, Namikapa, Badola, 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 Mato masi Mato, Mashitanda, Labradiba Capatasta, Paliba dosa la Labashinda, Lebre di Bacapatasta, Mafadeta, Mafadoma, Oh God, Oh God, grace to fulfill the call. 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 Grace to answer the call. Grace to fulfill and to answer the call. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Thank you for light. Thank you for direction. Thank you for encouragement. Thank you for hope. Thank you, Lord, that the eyes of our understanding shall be enlightened, Lord. That we may know, we may see we may experience the hope of our calling help us to understand that calling help us to see our calling guide us by your spirit Lord to walk into your call that special call that holy call that holy call may everything that has attempted and is attempting to drown the call out of our lives May it be a cursed today. Amen. May it be cursed today. Amen. May it wither. Amen. May it become powerless. Amen. I command it to be powerless. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you Lord. That we shall fulfill our call. We shall answer the call. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want to say a special prayer for you. Close your eyes everybody. Close your eyes, bow your heads. I want to say a special prayer for you today. Somebody invited you to church. I want to pray specially for you. You You're visiting us for the first time, maybe it's the second time. Maybe you've been around. I want to say a special prayer for you. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you won't say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus in my heart. I want Jesus in my life. I want my sins to be forgiven. I don't have a way out of my sins. I don't have the way out of my mistakes. I need a way out. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you won't say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to choose Jesus today. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, I want to pray specially for you. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift up your right hand high so I can see you. God bless you. Just lift up your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus. I want to bring Jesus, invite Jesus into my life. Just your right hand. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. I can see your hands all over the place. God bless you. God bless you all. Someone invited me. I've been around, but no. No relationship with Jesus. I want him today. Just your right hand. Join us as we pray. Join us as we pray. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to walk to me in the front here. Come and stand here. In the front.
2: In the front.
3: Come and stand next to our brother here. Come out of your seat. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus.
2: Yes.
3: Come to Jesus. Come, 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 come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Him. Yes, Yes, the cross. One more soul to Jesus. One more soul for Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. It's you. It's your turn. Come to. Jesus, today. Oh come to Him. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. A cross for you. Thank you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. Say it out loudly. Don't think it. Say it. And the whole church, join us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I am a very bad person. I. Rep- from all my mistakes I am sorry for all my sins please forgive me please have mercy on me Lord Jesus I believe in you I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day now say Lord Jesus please come into my heart be the lord of my life take over my life take over my life I give myself to you Jesus I will no longer serve Satan I will no longer listen to Satan Satan I am born again I belong to Jesus I reject you in the name of Jesus now say thank you father for saving me, for accepting me, and for making me a child of you. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray for these ones. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the blessing of salvation and the package that salvation comes with: healing, separation from every yoke of bondage, deliverance from every wicked spirit. Thank you, Lord, that may that be their portion. May they receive the Holy Spirit, Lord. May they be filled with the Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We have some gifts for you. I wanted to receive your gift very quickly. Beautiful. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. Cup for them. communion. 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 The The seed of life. The seed of life.
2: For me. Way back on
3: the communion the body of Christ and the blood of, um, of Jesus let this be a tree of life a tree of hope a tree of blessing in every life that receives it today Lord thank you O God may every blood disease be healed may every sort of condition and sickness and disease be healed and wiped away By the name of Jesus, Lord, as we eat it, Lord, may your power enter into us and wipe out every presence of wickedness and of evil. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, save us, heal us. Thank you, Father the body of Christ eat it the cup of blessing the blood of Jesus drink all of it receive your blessings
4: lift your hands may the blood of the lamb yes. bargain and negotiate for you for your mistakes your errors whatever mistake you have made May you be washed cleansed forgiven may your life be blessed and healed it's a cup of blessing a cup of blessing receive a blessing in your life as you take this communion receive blessings amen from the lord amen whatever represents a curse Frustration, mm. a roadblock, mm. a stagnation, mm. a hindrance, mm. an obstacle mm. is removed today, amen. By supernatural power oh. invading your life oh. through the body oh. and the blood of oh. Jesus Christ, amen. It said, When I see the blood, oh. when i, pass over, yes. I Passover. the Lord said to Moses, yes. One more plague I will bring, yes. and that will be the end of your enemies. May this blood signal the end of all enemies that have raised themselves high against you. The blood of the Lamb. In Jesus'
3: name. Amen. Let me hear your loudest Amen. 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 You are blessed. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap.